The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. We're coming to you from beautiful, wonderful Southern California where we had a little earthquake this morning just to wake us up and remind us all that God is still in charge. So there we go. <laughs> hey, I want to do a show today. I've, I've had a, you know, I do massive amounts of research and I've had this kind of thing bubbling up in my head based on several cases of late and several personal experiences. So this show is going to be about sex trafficking, who are the buyers and who are the sellers. I've had an opportunity to get a lot more training than I would normally get from various sources of late and be exposed to several in really special opportunities to see some things. And also we've had some interesting cases that have kind of recalibrated my thinking. One of the things that, that happens when you've been in the business as long as I have is you kind of go back and relook at your activity and you, you want to make sure that what you're telling people is accurate. And also, you know, you you kind of form opinions. After a while, you get a little crusty in this business, you know. You know, like you, you kind of think all things look a certain way. And then a piece of information comes along to you and kind of causes you to doubt that information or your thinking on that. So what we're going to do, I'm going to just first start to talk about sex buyers. What was interesting is I did a show on this two years ago after a series of stings that were conducted by the Riverside County Sheriff Department. Um, If you don't know, my name is Opal Singleton. I'm the president and CEO of Million Kids. And Million Kids serves as the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. What an amazing group of men and women, about seven full-time men and women and about six more on loan. They have well over 100 open cases here in Riverside County. Riverside, uh, for you folks uh, overseas, since this is a global show, it's about 60 miles east of uh, Los Angeles. We're a a huge county. We cover over 7,200 square miles. We have some agriculture. We have foreign national trafficking. And we have a whole lot of domestic sex trafficking. That means our people locally being sold into this. And so uh, I looked at this thing about two years ago where we had arrested and gone out and did reverse stinks and picked up sex buyers. Now, I say we loosely. I don't go on the stinks myself. I'm aware they're there. I uh, support some of the activities as far as getting them some of the expenses and that kind of thing to be able to do the undercover stinks. This is like to catch a predator where – uh, they set up, and these guys think they're going to have sex with a 16-year-old. And so in California, prostitution, adult prostitution is illegal, as well as 
any time a minor is engaged in commercial sex. And, and we have this law that says if you're under 18 and you're engaged in commercial sex, even if you want to be there, it is human trafficking. And, you know, ignorance is no excuse. You can claim, well, she said she was 18. She said she was 19. You know, she looked like she was 20, but she's really 16. None of that matters. If you are responding to something where there is a reasonable belief that you believe this person could be underage, and if the person you're actually meeting up with is underage, it is sex trafficking. Now, if you're over 18 and you're out there buying prostitution or commercial sex, that can be sex trafficking if there's force, fraud, fear, or coercion in there. Now, just buying sex in California is illegal, and there's a lot of people who want to legalize prostitution. And uh, that's a whole other argument. I am against it. I've been following what's happening now in Amsterdam. They have been having prostitution legalized for many, many years, and it's not working at all. And uh, I find that even the brothels up in um, various counties of Nevada where they have legalized prostitution, it doesn't stop the sex trafficking. Sex trafficking is when you're given a quota or they're withholding food, uh, and that is coercion. You know, you're going to make this much money, you don't get to eat. Or they're forcing you into, for instance, keeping you in a motel room and set dates and you're not allowed to get free. So, uh, or they're they're making money, somebody else is making money off of your sex. Then, Then those are areas that are illegal. So what law enforcement does is they run these reverse stings. Now, I looked for two years ago, and in, out in our area, because we have a diverse community, we're about 51% Hispanic out here that uh, speak another language in the home. And uh, it was a big mix. I looked it up two years ago. It was a big mix of Caucasian, Hispanic males, uh, contractors. Uh, some were probably... Uh, undocumented workers. I mean, there, it was just a whole mix of things. And of course, you always pick the salacious ones where there might be a pastor involved or a sports coach or any of those things. But it was just a general mix. Now, recently, I got to go and set in on a situation. I'm not going to say where because I don't want to reveal anything. But I was allowed to watch a group of people who had been arrested. These were mostly men. There were some women in there that have been arrested for um, soliciting prostitution. And uh, it was a fascinating thing. Now, this particular community is a very diverse community, but about 80% of that community, of, of the people that have been arrested, there was about 70 to 80 of them, uh, about 80% of them were Hispanic males, about 28 to 40 uh, my perception, and this is just me observing, I we didn't take an inventory or have them complete forms, but they appeared, many of them, to be undocumented or at least uh, laborers, Hispanic laborers. And I, and I had the thought that perhaps many of these have wives back home in Guatemala, and uh, they're up here for four or five, six years earning money. 
And uh, that is what they're doing. Now, I'm not excusing it. I'm trying to understand how all of this worked. There were two Asian in that case, and there is a heavy Asian community. So uh, maybe they're not responding to the particular ads. I don't know. There were about three African-Americans and about seven to maybe nine Caucasians. Maybe two of them look professional um, and uh, maybe just from the way they were dressing, you know, we had no way to really ask them. So it was a fascinating thing because I look at this and I say, well, you know, how do you reach sex buyers and who are these people? Well, you know, I think it's real easy for us to want to do um, an all-inclusive answer of who is a sex buyer or who is a sex seller. I, my observation is it, you'll get different sex buyers, by the way, in, in any one of the reverse stings, whether they're run out here in Riverside or Los Angeles or Orange County or San Bernardino, I do believe you're going to get a different demographic based on what resource you're using for that particular sting. And uh, so what is happening is that, that uh, for instance, you may, whether or not you're meeting them in a brothel or whether you're maybe uh, signing up through a, uh, a escort service, forgot that word there, or whether you're going through a massage parlor kind of sting or whether or not you're on one of these uh, dating sites or whether you're not, and yes, they're all using these dating sites now, or whether you're doing a commercial sex ad on uh, uh, something that's really hardcore, um, like uh, your, uh, used to be the red book on the back page, but now there's about 45 more that are out there. Uh, adult escort services is one of them. And uh, so the, it depends on whether law enforcement and how they're setting up their sting, whether it's a hotel or an event or online or like that. I also think it, it depends a little bit on the demographics of the, compu- of the uh, community where you're running that sting. In other words, I think if this were happening over in uh, San Gabriel and uh, uh, maybe Artesia and uh, Diamond Bar and Walnut, you might get a heavy uh, Asian response there versus if you're downtown, you you might get more downtown LA, you might get more African-American or Hispanic. And out here in Riverside area, about 60 miles east of Riverside, you're going to get a more heavy Hispanic offering. So I do believe the demographics of the community. What I also know about this, though, is that there is no shortage of demand uh, and sex buying. It is uh, literally, and I believe that California needs to raise the funding and literally buy PSAs you know, public service announcements for the entire state that say, you know, sex buying in California is illegal. Sex buying of a minor will have a very long prison sentence to it. And uh, so pay attention. You know, I, I often say on my other radio show that I run, this is not your father's prostitution. No offense to your father. But these are being ran, and we're going to go into that very shortly, 
by large-scale operations, and you are walking into one of those things and putting your life and the life of your wife and children on the line. You see, when you're when you're a victim of one of these sex trafficking rings, you will often have sex with eight to fifteen guys a night, and some of them have diseases. And, you know, one of the things that you need to know and understand about sex buying is that condom or no condom, you are literally, if you're number 12, you literally are exposing you and your wife to literally over 100,000 other sex partners. And in these conditions, you can get disease and you can spread disease. And it can also make a difference in whether or not you can have children in the future or whether or not your wife can have children because those diseases will often uh, keep people from being fertile. Well, my name is Opal Singleton. This show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. And uh, this is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. I hope you'll follow us on Facebook so you can continue your education. We are up against that break, folks, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes... 
it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Uh, We are talking about who are the buyers, who are the sellers, who are the pimps in sex trafficking. And the reason I wanted to do this show is, um, first of all, I see a change that has taken place over the last few months that I want to identify And also just to broaden your thinking, you know, what happens all too often is we'll go to one of these human trafficking events, and now there's lots and lots of them and documentaries of all kinds, and you see all kinds of thought processes. You might hear a a survivor speak of human trafficking, and you say, oh, well, it looks like that person's experience, or it looks like this documentary. And so you go down the road believing that all of these cases look alike. You know, one of the things that I'm going to do on September 7th is I have an eight-hour course at USC. It's $395. It's a closed course for 18 people, the first 18 people who sign up. And it is eight solid hours on this subject. Uh, We're going to cover a lot of stuff. And I mean, you're just going to walk out of there. Your head will be ready to explode. It's more than half full now. If you're interested in signing up for that show or that um, eight-hour course for $395, you can do that by going to Million Kids. And it's right on there. Um, USC uh, uh, Safe Communities Institute, and it'll show it there, and you can you can enroll in there. I think there's uh, I th- it's more than half full, but once we reach 18, it closes off, and then if we sell out, then we'll do another one of those. So I want to get back to this here uh, because we had I'm going to just talk about some local cases here in Southern California that just should maybe open your eyes to the complexity of this. This headline, uh, four women accused of running prostitution rings in Orange and Riverside counties, Nevada and Utah. So here's the first thing that catches your attention. Where are the male pimps? You know, where where's all these uh, guys that you see out there with their fur coats and their rap music going to the player's ball? This is four women, and they're running a prostitution ring. Now, they're not saying this is sex trafficking. This is an interesting thing. In fact, in small print back here, it says 
Um, you know, so far there's no human trafficking charges have risen on this case because they can't prove the use of force. However, he goes on to say, I can tell you from an investigation and their email and a conversation between them, the amount of pressure and duress was that was put upon them, and they're going on to say it was really extensive and the women had to produce. There were 50 women in this. So here's an interesting deal. What I find fascinating about this, this is called Companions. So it's an online service that you can sign up for. And uh, it was run over a four-state area, make that three states, Nevada, Utah, and California, but in Riverside and Orange County of of, uh, California, had over 50 women that were being put out there. So they do not use the word pimping in this. They're calling it an escort service. Uh, It was set up to appear companion escorts LLC was set up to appear legitimate, but they approximately had 50 women working for it who were committing prostitution. Now, one of the things that got my attention about this, besides the fact that it's women who are setting this up for other women, we politely call that word madam instead of pimp. Uh, But what was happening there is it's being ran out of a call center. Now, that got my attention because this is the third large-scale ring that we have seen in our area that is being ran with call centers. So if nothing else, that should take your mind out of the local pimp just having a couple of local girls. These are large-scale rings. Now, the head of it was a lady by the name of Jody Hoskins. I don't see her age here, but I believe that she was like in her 30s. The other women that was renting it was Tori Wilkinson, 37, of Salt Lake City, and Andrea Tizano, 30, and uh, some name I can't pronounce, Asia Kalakalini, sounds Hawaiian to me, 39 of Palm Springs. Now, I want to say alleged because all these people are accused and they have not been charged and adjudicated. So I'm reading this on an article where they've been arrested. But what I want you to see here is who are the sex sellers? It isn't always how we are thinking of it. Now, are there just some really bad pimps? You bet. I'm going to get to it in the next section. But the, this was a call center-operated call girl ring. Uh, it was uh, supposedly somewhat upscale. Uh, we don't know who the sex buyers were in this case. But uh, it was 50 women, and it covered three states. So it took more than a year to investigate it. Whenever I look at a case like this, I say to myself, what can I learn about the victim? What can I learn about the perpetrator? And what can I learn to help law enforcement? And one of the things that we're going to see here with law enforcement is that literally they spent thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars investigating this. However, when they picked it up, they seized hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's called asset forfeiture, by the way. And uh, and when they did this, they were able to come up with a lot of charges. Now, were these 50 women being violated or were they there voluntarily? We don't know because they appear to be adults. There's no sign whatsoever there's underage uh, victims in any of this. And it appears to be um, 
let's see when they when they picked him up they froze over three hundred thousand dollars in in uh, cash that they picked up in bank accounts so this is a large-scale ring ran by women with adult women in what we call an escort service so that's a lot different than the one i'm about to give you which is the case of lawrence randall now this is coming up because that was adjudicated he was charged and sentenced this week and he is really and truly what you call a gorilla pimp. He he starts out being a boyfriend pimp, and he moves right into a whole lot of violence. Now, this is the kind of stories we often hear about in documentaries or from a, uh, a victim. And so as we're looking into this kind of thing, uh, this is Lawrence Randall. He's an ex-con, so... You know, nasty guy already charged with a crime. Uh, he, uh, he is using physical abuse and threats to make young women work as a call girl in cities throughout the Inland Empire, and he received 24 years. This guy was brutal. This is the kind of girl who starts out thinking that this guy's going to take care of her. He probably preys on the the uh, foster, homeless, runaway, and pregnant youth, those kids that are really at risk there. And uh, he, was, he was what we think of as a brutal pimp. Uh, this is our case, meaning that the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force's case, uh, they did an excellent job. They had a 19-year-old woman as a victim, she told investigators that she had been intimidated into working for Randall, who forced her to provide sexual services in Hemet, Palm Springs, Pomona, and San Bernardino. Now, for those of you that are not in Southern California, that's an area around here that's probably 30 to 50 miles square. What would happen is they would advertise her on, on the various sex sites that are out there, on classified sites, and and also put her out in well-known prostitution corridors. Now, that means, you know, street walking, basically, is what we're talking about. By the way, I heard this last week, that when you're street walking, just walking up and down the street, seeing what you get, that about 80% of those sex acts take place in a, in a car. But when you're doing online ads, then you're going to end up in either a residential brothel, in-call, out-call, uh, or you're going to end up in a motel somewhere or, or or something like that. Or you might even end up in a big event, for what it's worth. He would advertise the young woman's availability, and then uh, what would happen is the victim was compelled to participate in commercial acts through threats of acts of violence. These acts of violence included him choking the victim, hitting her head against a wall, threatening her with a firearm, and burning lit cigarettes against her bare skin. And uh, so what you see here is this is true, hardcore sex trafficking. The girl may have began, started out, thinking that that this is going to be a relationship. They're going to work together. She's going to make some money for her man. And then uh, the next thing you know, he turns on her. This is a very common pattern that you're seeing. And I share that because I want to get back to the sex buyers. These sex buyers are unable to visualize what a girl like this is going through. You know, okay, maybe she's got a huge tat on her chest with a crown on it and her pimp's name. 
you know, maybe maybe she's got a bit of a black eye and they do see some cigarette burns on there and, and some signs that she's being brutalized. But they put that out of their mind because her job is to smile and pretend she likes it. And so these guys are the guys that are in the sex buying uh, situation, they are not allowing themselves to realize what they're buying into. And so this is really where we need to make a difference. We need to educate men what women go through in these kinds of cases. They're absolutely brutal. If they don't make enough money, they don't get to eat. Many times, I mean, think about what happens when that John decides not to pay her or shortchange what he pays her. You know, she just got raped, and now she's going to go to a pimp who is just going to horribly brutalize her and accuse her of keeping the money. So this is absolute violence and control. And for a sex buyer, regardless of who you are, to pretend that this is not happening is really where we need to be at in combating this. Well, my name is Opal Singleton, and this show is brought to you by Million Kids. We are up against that break. I'd ask you to stay with us, and uh, we'll be right back. Thank you much. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O P A L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. 
Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about who are the sellers, who are the buyers, and who are the pimps in sex trafficking. And it's an interesting thing because it's a changing business. I, When I was able to see and meet many of the people that do sex buying recently, it, it was interesting to me, and a couple of them were very straightforward and chatted with me and said, I never really, at the point that I put myself out there, I never really understood the legality of it. And I also was denying all the risks that are involved. And this is the reason why I think California would do itself a favor if they would actually do a promotion of what's involved in sex buying uh, so that they understand that this is not a victimless kind of crime. Now, if you want to stay current on all of this, please go to Facebook and find Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids, and hit like, and you will see new cases every three or four hours on there. I have, uh, I've looked at massive amounts of research over the last eight to 10 years on these subjects, trying to nail down how do I stop it? How do I protect the kid? Uh, that's involved in this, or the adult female. How do I help them get out of the life? How do I educate sex buyers so that there's less demand? And then how do I support law enforcement so that they can get those pimps? Because truthfully, it is a a multidimensional problem. It isn't as simple as uh, marching up and down the street with a sign about modern day slavery. I don't put down people who do that. I just want to be solutions-based. It's not, you know, uh, so much about awareness for me as once people understand just what is taking place, hopefully that will stop part of it. However, there are criminals out there, just like people who want to to set up large-scale brothels, and you're not going to educate those people out of doing criminal acts. If you did, we wouldn't have any more home invasions, and we wouldn't have any more gangs, and we wouldn't have any more drug cases. You know, criminals are criminals, and you need that law enforcement element. That's one of the things that worries me about so many abolitionists is they get out there and they promote vigilance stuff. And I am absolutely not involved in that. Uh, I work for law enforcement and I'm going to tell you these cases take sometimes a full year, just like this brothel that you saw, 50 victims over a three-state area. That is a huge amount of effort on law enforcement's part, listening in and and uh, co- corroborating evidence and, and uh, meeting victims and helping them get out of the life and helping them one-on-one to understand their story. So here's the headline. Riverside man sentenced for sex trafficking of teen girl, home invasion robbery in Newport Beach. Now, this posted uh, this last year. It's about six months old. But I wanted you to see it because I want to broaden your ideas of how all this works. 
So we have this like upscale companion, you know, everybody's doing it that wants to be doing it. And, um, you know, they can't prove that they were forced and it was very upscale and orchestrated. Now we have this one here, a Riverside man who acted as a pimp for a 17 year old human trafficking victim. Now you may say, well, she's almost an adult. 17 is 17 is 17. And that is called a teenager. And that girl is not an adult. And what has happened here is her pimp, he, she was 17. Then what happened, he got her to set her up to ha- turn a trick, if you will. And a sex buyer, a sex purchaser showed up to have sex with her. Then the pimp attacked, kidnapped, and robbed the sex buyer in Newport Beach and he received a 21-year prison sentence, including a litany of felony charges. Now, this is Grant Champion Ewing was sentenced immediately after pleading guilty to charges including kidnapping, false imprisonment, robbery, burglary, pimping of a minor, pandering of a minor, trafficking of a minor, assault with a firearm, making criminal thefts, and dissuading a witness by force. You know what that just said? Intimid witness intimidation, trying to get people not to testify. This is one nasty little, uh, I won't say that word. Uh, he's a bad guy, okay? Uh, he used the internet to find his underage victim. Okay, I want to start right there. That is why I wrote the book Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. That is why I wrote the book Seduced, because what is happening is these guys are meeting our kids, 17 years old, on those dating sites, and they look like great guys. They're a little older. They're going to take care of them, on and on and on and on. And so we must educate our kids about social media. The case stems from when Ewing drove the teenage girl to Newport Beach to engage in prostitution with a 59-year-old man. After dropping of the teenage victims, officials said Ewing returned to rob the sex purchaser, the John, the buyer. Okay, so what do we have here? We have one nasty uh, pimp who uh, is 23. He seduces a 17-year-old girl online. He talks her into a little prostitution with a 59-year-old man. There are no good guys in any of this, by the way. The sex buyer shows up. So what happens is Ewing then follows the guy home, the sex buyer. He forced his way into the home. This is in Newport Beach. You know, that's, that's wealthy, upscale, lots of money. Ewing followed him home, forced his way into the house, and robbed the man at gunpoint. The victim was repeatedly struck and pistol whipped during the robbery. So you get what's going on here, and Ewing fired his gun at one point. After ransacking the home and finding some cash, Ewing locked the man in a closet, threatened to kill him if he called the police, and stole the man's cell phone and computer before fleeing. So this is what I want sex buyers to understand. This is some upscale man in Newport Beach. He's encountered a 17-year-old girl, 
And Ewing doesn't care about the girl any more than he cares about the sex buyer. In fact, he's been brutal to her. And in fact, when she tried to testify against him, he did witness intimidation on her. So 17-year-old girl gets tricked online, sets up a date with a 59-year-old man, obviously probably a means from Newport Beach. And then once it's over, he takes the girl and goes to the man's home. It doesn't mention if the man's married, has family at home or what. But he went right into that man's house, robbed him at gunpoint, ransacked the house, took the cash, locked the man in a closet, threatened to kill him if he called the police, stole the cell phone and computer, and at one point he fired that gun. So does that make you want to be a sex buyer? (laughs) Do you think that sex trafficking is serious and a serious offense? You know, you really want to legitimize all this uh, commercial sex stuff because the minute you do, you are in to working with some very bad people. Here's another headline. This is another female pimp. Him a woman charged with human trafficking. By the way, all these stories have the links to them on my webpage at mayandkids.org. And there, uh, all these shows, by the way, are archived. Let me get that straight. They're archived at exploitedcrimes.com. Exploitedcrimes.com. Go to listen and go all the way down and you will get this show. It'll be the last show if you're doing it immediately. A lot of people go into the archives just to train themselves. So um, what happens here is you have a 27-year-old Hemet woman. She's in custody and she was pimping out a 15-year-old girl. And this is a multi-county, multi-agency human trafficking case. So I don't understand. Is the Vance, you know, you really want to legitimize all the commercial <laughs> sex stuff because the minute you learn to work oh with God. some very bad people. But I could search <laughs> the web for it. You know what is happening? <laughs> Talk about technology. Let me shut that down. Uh, Siri just went off repeating everything I just said. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, I want to get back to this case. I'm running out of time on this segment here. Christine Lister remains in custody, and uh, the rescue victim has been returned to care and and services. What happened here is that uh, Christine Lister is a 27-year-old pimp who who takes on a 15-year-old girl, and she is literally um, pimping her out over a multi-state area. The task force, San Bernardino County task force in this case, uh, located the Internet escort advertisement believed to be advertising the victim for purposes of prostitution. They did a reverse sting on there, which is exactly why me and kids support our team to do that. And then uh, on there, they come on and they did an undercover uh, sting and they were able to get Christine and free up the girl. After being rescued, the teenager was taken to a local hospital for medical evaluation and on and on like that. And Christine Lister is now on uh, being held for human trafficking of a minor and pandering. So what is important to look at here is I want you to broaden your thinking if you're trying to train yourself on this. What have we just looked at? We looked at a large-scale call center that is being ran on the Internet Uh, over a three-state area and involving 50 women. Then we have a brutal pimp 
who is pimping out a minor and then going in and and brutalizing the buyer and then firing a gun and also brutalizing the victim. And now we have a 27-year-old female pimp who's preying on a 15-year-old girl, taking her through multiple counties, putting her out online and selling her in the lower end of town, if you will, uh, out in some of those sleazy places uh, over on Holt Boulevard in Ontario. So we've just had three different cases with three different style of sex buyers and also different sex sellers. So I'm hoping I'm broadening your thinking on this thing. So we're coming up against that break. My name is Opal Singleton. This is uh, Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Please follow me and kids on Facebook and uh, and share this show with everyone you know. And by the way, if you want to donate and support this show, which we desperately need, please do so at millionkids.org. We're up against that break, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Me and Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works 
and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back. This is Opal Singleton. Hey, I want to just give a shout out to all the people that support me and kids. Uh, This week has been, uh, we're we're really low on what we call immediate aid or uh, program where we give out, uh, provide gift card money to the sheriff department so that when they have a girl to get her off the street, that we actually, uh, they have the funds to get her what they need, get her some clothes, get her some, you know, medical supplies, get her, take her to Rite Aid. Sometimes they put her in a motel and spend the night outside so she doesn't run. But you can't take a lot of these women that have been out there for a long time just off the street and put them in a safe house. You need a little time there to help them defuse and pull themselves together and and build the trust and build uh, you know where they're safe and free from their pimp and that is a lot of what we do with uh, donations it's called the immediate aid program and we're getting kind of low on funds we've seemed to have a big run on that so if you want to donate i'd sure appreciate it just go by going to millionkids.org and hit donate and and if you're want to put a comment in there that it's the immediate aid program uh, that's fine so I want to finish up here uh, because what I really want you to see is how fast this is changing this headline says uh, feds arrest Riverside County woman in sex trafficking case investigation based in Oregon this got my attention this is only a couple of weeks old and uh, well that's not true actually at this point it's about two months old. Anyway, maybe three. Uh, A Temecula woman is among six defendants indicted on charges of operating an interstate prostitution ring with ties to mainland China. Her name was Sarah Wang, and she's charged with uh, conspiracy to facilitate a racketeering enterprise. For those of you that are law enforcement based, many of these rings are so large, they are in fact RICO. And it is organized crime. So you have the individual pimp, like Lawrence Gunn, uh, that's preying on people. And then what you'll have is a large-scale RICO ring. In this case, it was fascinating. This is the third case I've seen that is being ran out of a call center. Now, what was fascinating about these, uh, these are all Chinese girls that have been brought into the United States legally and put into prostitution. So they had no idea what was about to happen to them. It was really based out of Oregon, but uh, in Vancouver, Washington, and also Vancouver, British Columbia, but also operated out of Australia. But the call center 
when you set up a date, you as a sex buyer would call that number and you're thinking you're going to meet Susie Wong because that's the picture of her there. And uh, you are not getting that girl and you're calling a call center. And that call center was operated out of our county, about 30 miles south of where I live. And uh, so it's an interesting thing here because this is a large-scale ring operated uh, mostly out of Oregon. So you all think, okay, these rural, er- rural can't say that word, rural <laughs> areas uh, uh, don't have trafficking in them. They do. And this one was an international one preying on Los- uh, on uh, uh, Chinese girls. It said Wang is being held in Los Angeles. Um, and they're out getting all the other girls. Uh, the notion is false. Trafficking adults for sex can at times be overlooked by our society. They believe the victims have a choice. That notion is false. These victims were powerless and often traveled thousands of miles away from home and their native language and personal connections and no one to help them escape. And one of the things they'll do in these foreign national cases is that because they prey on their own, in this case, the Chinese people preyed on Chinese people, that they will often threaten their families back home. And that way they feel like they have no way out. They're here, they're being violated, and they don't know who to turn to, and they're afraid of U.S. law enforcement. So I hope this show has been helpful to you. What I want you to see is there's no such thing as the, you know, norm for sex buyer or norm for pimp or norm for victim. There's a wide range of this kind of thing. And uh, and that's why if you're going to get involved in combating it, please educate yourself. Follow us on, on uh, these sites. Go into exploitedcrimes.com, and this show is archived there. And there's 120 hours of these shows that you can access and download and share and train yourself on. Also, you know, uh, follow me and kids on Facebook. If you're willing and want to get involved, you know, help us raise money. Conduct a fundraiser for us. If you have a church or a women's group or a men's group or a corporation, help us fund these shows so that we can educate others. Uh, help us, you know, train sex buyers. That's much of what we do. I have another radio show in Southern California where we talk about the sex buying in Southern California. So there are many ways that you can get involved. You don't have to go to the motel and sit outside there and wait for the cartel. I am going to tell you that I am connected to the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. If you know of anybody who's being violated or you think that they're being exploited or sextorted, that's blackmail with a photo, or that they're being forced into prostitution or that they are forcing others into prostitution, the national hotline is one 888 one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight a. You can also write to me at opal o p a l at millionkids dot org. May take me a little bit to get back to you. I always get so many emails, and I try to keep up on them. But some days it's just impossible with my schedule because I do a huge amount of public speaking and a massive amount of research. But I want to tell you how important you are in this fight. 
okay, my voice is on this radio with a mic and like that, but it's going to take every one of us to defeat this, you know, and we're not going to be able to do it just by going, oh, this is awful. It is a multi-dimensional problem. Support your law enforcement. Support me and kids, and we'll support your law enforcement. You know, educate your kids about social media. Help me raise the funding for a documentary so I can educate your kids and educate the parents that are out there. That is very, very important. And let's find a way to educate sex buyers that are out there. And also support in organizations like ours so that we can help get the kids that have got caught up into it out of the life. This is a very complex problem. If you want to really get an in-depth education, I have that course on September 7th over at USC. You can find out more that at meandkids.org. Well, this is Opal Singleton. Thank you for joining us. We'll be on the air again next Thursday at 7 a.m. You folks have a great week. Be sure and download the show and share it with everyone you know. We'll see you next Thursday. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.